Does Israel belong to the Jews or Palestinians? Have you heard of Iran's plan to drive Jews out of Israel? And could this conflict lead to World War III or a peace agreement? All of this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're happy you've joined us today. You can call in and make your voice heard. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. What do you think about this conflict, this plan that Iran has to drive out the Jews? Will it lead to war or peace? Comment your vote in the comment section. Type war or type peace, depending on what you think. Uh, We look forward to hearing what you have to say. Before we get into this, you know, we, um, we are committed here to warning the Jews of what's coming according to Matthew 24. And for all of us, it's time to look forward to the future and not be so worried about what's happening in our present world today. But now available for pre-order, you can get End Times Get Clear Prophecy DVD Bundle. This is a tool designed to help you find your purpose as we navigate the end times, go to endtime.com slash clear to pre-order today. And best of all, it's free with your donation of any amount. This bundle includes the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom by Dave Robbins, the Two Witnesses by Doug Norvell, and Warn the Jews by me, Vince Stegall. Go to endtime.com slash clear or call 800-END-TIME today to get your copy. 1-800-363-8463. Today, Doug, we're talking kind of in line with Warn the Jews. Yeah, we are. You know, it's it's interesting, Vince. Anytime we talk about Israel or Israel's in the news, I guess, uh, it really, you start looking toward, okay, what's going on there? Are we moving closer to peace or are we moving closer to war? Because those two things are in line with each other. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, when I saw this article, actually, when this article was shared with me, I was like, man, we got to talk about this today. So, uh, pretty interesting. It looks like maybe we're leaning more toward the war side than the peace side. It always bounces around. It really does. But we're going to find out soon enough, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, In regards to this Get Clear Prophecy bundle that we have, obviously uh, Dave did one of the lessons and then you did one of them, the two witnesses. Mm -hmm. The two witnesses are going to be in Israel. So we're talking about Iran's plan to drive the Jews out and we know some stuff that's going to be happening with the Jews there in Israel. So According to your lesson on the two witnesses being there in Israel during the end time, right before the second coming of Jesus, are they going to be successful in driving the Jews out? No, absolutely not. The Jews are there, and we'll talk about that a little bit, hopefully in Scripture here in a little while, uh, to kind of show where God's brought them back together, and He's not going to allow them to be uh, taken completely out of there. And so, uh, you know, just like you were saying, with this kind of lines up with warning the Jews, it's very important that these messages get out to people so that they understand uh, what's going on there. Because if you listen to mainstream media, uh, you're going to be led down a certain path that's going to make you feel as though Israel's always the bad guys in this situation, and they're not. They're the ones being attacked just simply for existing in the area. And that's what this article kind of gets into today. But we know that there's a time of great tribulation coming, Vince, that's going to happen very soon. And uh, when that tribulation starts, 
uh, a lot of these people that are living in the West Bank area, those Jewish people, their lives are going to be in danger. And that's kind of what we're starting to see Iran really push for now and say, uh, you know, we need to step this terrorist activity up on those Jewish people and make them uncomfortable where they are. Now, you said there's a great tribulation coming. Do you mean the great tribulation or do you mean just tribulation in general? Well, you know, there's a lot of people that think that those those things, uh, you know, there's going to be like three and a half years of tribulation and then three and a half years of great tribulation. Uh, but from what the Bible says, it looks like there's going to be three and a half years where we're going to be thinking peace and safety. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be three and a half years of great tribulation. Bible says it's great tribulation. Tribulation that's never happened before will never happen again. And so uh, that's what we see coming down, you know, in a, within a seven-year period. Seven years hasn't started yet. Some people believe that the seven years could have started, but we're not there yet. We don't have a peace agreement with Israel and the Palestinian people, which is going to be clear today when we talk about this. Now, when we have that peace agreement, we know that, I guess, from about the start time, of, or from the start time, we may not know exactly the start time, but... Um, from that point, it's about three and a half years. It is three and a half years before the Great Tribulation. Right. So does the rapture happen before or after that peace treaty? <laughs> well, the rapture happens immediately after the tribulation of those days, according to Matthew 24, 29 through 31. So it's not before the tribulation? No. What about the people that say they're mid-trib? Um, is it the middle of the tribulation? There's not a mid-tribulation either, so... It's, oh, man. Yeah, I know. We're going to open a can of worms. Truth today. Bomb Tuesday going on. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, what about people that say they're pan-trib? There's a lot of those say, people like, We'll just there. wait and see that how it pans out. <laughs> yeah, we'll just let it pan out. So. I, I say that you're too afraid to pick sides if you're going there. <laughs> well, that's a good point. It, maybe not too afraid. Maybe you just don't understand enough. Right. Maybe so. Either way. Yeah. I've had pastors tell me they're panists. So we'll just panist. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pan tribulation. I guess they'll see how it pans out. Whatever you want to call that. All right. So today, we've now learned about how Iran has a plan to drive Jews out of Israel. Mm-hmm. I know we have a break coming up. We don't have time to dive off too far into this right now. But um, this plan now is this all of Israel, or is it just the Palestinian territories? Is, is how they would. Since Palestine has control over those areas, is that they're just wanting to drive them out of there or all of Israel? They want to drive the Jews completely off the face of the earth, really. They don't want them anywhere in that region. So they're not suggesting that they move to a different country. No. They want to brutally kill everyone. Yeah, that's been their plan for a long time. They haven't hid that or made it a secret. They want to annihilate the Jewish people. Uh, Now... You know, if they could scare them out of the areas they're in to go some other place, they they might be okay with that. But I doubt that would even be okay with them. They just want them out of Israel. Mm -hmm. And uh, they want the Palestinians to be in control of that area. Uh, That's Iran's views on this whole thing. And remember that Iran has been working on this for quite a while, setting up strategic location uh, there, especially within Syria, to where they are in a position where they can attack Israel easier. And so Israel's been fighting that for the last few years. And so it's just one thing's led to another now, and it seems like Iran is actually right there on their doorstep. Well, and they've been saying this for a long time, too, wipe them off the face of the earth and drive them into the sea, stuff like that. They've been right. saying this for so long that you almost go, well, why even listen to them? Yeah. 
But I guess, I mean, for us as people that are looking to the Bible to be our guide, that are looking for to Bible prophecy, we're going, well, we know the time is coming when this is going to happen, or at least right. maybe not all of Israel, but there's portions of Israel where Jews are going to be slaughtered. Yeah. And that's where Warn the Jews comes from. We've also called it another Jewish Holocaust because from what it appears to be in Scripture, it's going to be brutal like that. Yeah, absolutely. So we feel obligated as a ministry, uh, as part of our God-given purpose, that we are going to warn the Jews of what is coming and hopefully be able to guide them in their discipleship journey in the process as well. So that's why we do a lot of what we do in Israel with the Jewish agency and so much more. But we're going to get into Iran's plan here to drive them out, tell you what the Bible has to say and what we can look for next. We'll be right back after this break. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now available for pre-order at endtime.com slash ABC. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're talking about Iran's terror campaign against the Jews in Israel and what this is going to lead to. Is it war or is it peace? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to talk about what the Bible has to say. Before we do, I want to remind you, uh, like the commercial just said, uh, Understanding the End Time, the new 14-episode series with Dave Robbins, incorporates clips from Irvin Baxter. Uh, the pre-order specials are actually still available. We've extended it because the duplication process and the print process 
uh, were long took has is taking longer than anticipated than quoted, and so they are actually getting ready to ship here pretty soon. But right now, because of that, we've extended this special, so you can still get over three hundred fifty dollars in bonus items uh, until that's available later on in July. Go to endtime.com/abc to take advantage of that. You can get the book for a donation of any amount. You can get the DVDs. Or you can get the DVDs and the books. You have three pre-order options there, and they will ship here momentarily. Thank you for your patience on all that. For those of you who have already pre-ordered it, and as I said, that deal's been extended, so it won't be available for much longer. Any day now, it will be closed, so take advantage of it while you still can. Don't forget to share this video. Don't forget to love it. Don't just give us a thumbs up. We need the hearts. Doug loves seeing hearts when they come through on the live video. So if you don't do it for anybody else, do it for Doug. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm all about the hearts. <laughs> it runs. Plan to drive Jews out. What do we need to know, Doug? Well, the thing is, so these are, are Iranian um, mullahs is what they're called. These are clerics. These are people that are the highest authority in the understanding of their um, of their beliefs. So the Shi'i. Uh, and such that Iran is part of. They are part of uh, the terror organization that is against Israel. They've been funding this for a long time. They've been giving them weapons for a long time. And so this article goes into it a little bit, and it says that they're seeking to create a situation where Jews can't even feel safe in their own land anymore, in their own country, and they'll either be forced to leave Israel or they're going to continue a terror campaign that will kill the Jewish people. So that that is what they are planning, and they're not hiding this, Vince. They're coming out and saying uh, this is what they want to do. So they're talking to uh, the Palestinian terror organizations there. So we know Hamas is, is one of those organizations, and then there's a Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and they want them to step up their campaign of terror against Israeli people there within Israel. So that's, that's basically what the article is letting us know. It also tells us that a lot of this, they, they've declared basically that this is a holy war against Israel. This is what they want to do. Uh, they, of course, this is going to stand in the way. I mean, when we see things like this, we see that this is going to stand in the way for any type of peace agreement to happen because these uh, Palestinian young people are being influenced by these groups, by these terror groups, and by the Iranian uh, forces that are feeding into that. And, you know, when you're a, a young, impressionable man, you know, you can get behind a cause if, if it appears to be something that's justified and something that you believe in. And that's what they're doing. They're getting in the minds of these young people and getting these young people recruited to begin this terror campaign. And, of course, we know that they believe, uh, you know, that if they die in jihad or if they die, uh, you know, by doing these terrorist acts, that they will receive, uh, what is it, 70 virgins in, in their paradise, their version of paradise. And so that's one of the things that they believe. And so they get that in the minds of these young men. But also the Palestinian Authority uh, pays to slay. That's what they call it, pay to slay. And so they actually pay people who go out and do terrorist acts and, and kill other Jewish people. So if you are a martyr for your family and you go out and, and die killing other, um, you know, killing Jewish people, 
well, then they will pay your family and take care of your family and give them money. So it's one of the things that President Trump uh, stopped funding the Palestinian Authority because of that, because they refused to stop funding this uh, pay-to-slay situation. But since the Biden regime has come back in, the monies have started flowing back into uh, Palestine. And so we are, we are virtually, our tax dollars are paying for these terrorist attacks against Israel. Well, I know the, the Iranian um, supreme leader has yeah. repeatedly stated that he's going to support any Palestinian terror group that seeks to um, dis- destroy Israel and mm-hmm. kill Jews specifically. And in fact, on June 14th, he said, Islamic Jihad and other Palestinian resistance movements have found the main key to fighting the Zionist regime. They continually, the t- continually growing authority of resistance group in the West Bank is the key to bringing the Zionist enemy to its knees. And this course must be continued. Yeah. And so, like I said, they make no... Uh, you know, no, no kind of apology for what they're saying. They're just coming out blatantly saying this is what needs to happen. And, you know, these attacks have increased. There's been more and more of them lately. Uh, we've seen them attack anywhere from, you know, there's been uh, guns where they've shot people with guns. They've launched missiles. They've run over people with cars. They've attacked people with machetes. There's been all kinds of different terror attacks. It's, you know, a a lot of people here in this country, if we have an attack where somebody uses a weapon, a gun, uh, you know, they want to take away the guns and say, well, if we didn't have guns, this wouldn't be able to happen. In Israel, it's a prime example of this can continue to happen uh, because they've run over a crowd of people uh, before and taken out like 12 or 15 people with a vehicle. Then a person jumped out with a knife and started killing people with a knife. So it can be done uh, in any way. I mean, evil has a way of, of getting its uh, its way. If, if somebody's evil enough to decide that they want to kill people, they have a way and a means to do that. Well, so, and even if there are illegal things, people killing people is illegal. So yeah. it's like you're going to, if, if you're going to do that, the laws that are in place aren't necessarily going to stop you in, in a lot of these cases. Right. right. And, you know, one of the things that the article talks about too, Vince, and um, I want to talk about that because I've got some scripture I want to share about this, is they say that um, they don't care if the Jewish people are in the settlements themselves or if the Jewish people are in Israel prime. They just want them gone from the land. And so we, like you asked that question before we really mm-hmm. got started with the program today, is that going to happen? Well, it's not going to happen because we know that we have uh, scripture that tells us it's not going to happen. And so we know originally, and we talk about this one all the time, because in Daniel 9.27, uh, we understand that there's going to be a peace agreement. And that one of those things that they're going to have to agree on is Israel's right to exist in the land. So that's going to be one of the things that Iran is trying to get them to not even exist in the land. That's going to have to be there for them to have this peace treaty in the end time. So we know from Daniel 9.27 that that's going to happen. But the right to the land comes from Genesis chapter 15 verse 18 and uh you know god says to abraham it says in the same day the lord made a covenant with abram saying unto uh unto the seed have i given this land from the river of egypt unto the great river the river euphrates so originally god promised a whole lot larger area to abram and told abraham that his people would dwell in this area well now that has become much more reduced but um you know we even know that god promised 
that he put his name in Jerusalem. And that's what one of the bigger things is going to be over is the status of Jerusalem. Because right now, what the Palestinians want is a two-state solution. So they want to be able to have their own state, but they want half of Jerusalem. They want half of Jerusalem to be their capital. This was one of the reasons why when President Trump made um, the Abraham Accords, he took Jerusalem off the table and just said, this is going to be Israel's eternal capital. And he took it off the table because he knew that that was part of the problem, was they would never agree on the status of Jerusalem. And so President Trump did what other presidents swore that they would do, and they never did. And he moved our uh, embassy to Jerusalem, saying that this is Israel's eternal capital. Our embassy all over the world are in the capitals of those countries where we have an embassy. And now it's true even in Israel. So God promised that he would put his name there. And I, I just grabbed a couple of scriptures because, you know, there's like 37. There's quite a bit. Yeah. But one of the ones that I like is Ezra 6, uh, 12, when it says, God put his name in Jerusalem. May God defeat any king or other person who tries to change uh, this order. I like that because that kind of gives it to God. And that's what's going to happen at the Battle of Armageddon, you know, when they come down to Jerusalem and try to take Jerusalem by force. They only get half the city before Jesus comes back and fights for Israel. Sounds like, Doug, that the um, Palestinians in Iran are convinced that these are the actual Jews that are living in Israel. Yeah. Sounds like it, doesn't it? They're not from Africa or some other tribe somewhere that is flying under the radar now. But these these people that live in Israel now are are actually Jews that are tied to the people of the Bible. Mm -hmm. I know there's a... There's quite a doctrine out there. I don't know if you call it a doctrine, but there, a lot of people don't believe that the people in Israel are actually even Jews. Some people would even say the Jews aren't God's chosen people. Yeah. Well, what do you say when somebody calls you up and says that? Well, I just take them to the Bible and show them what the Bible says about the Jews being God's promised people. And, you know, I mean, he promised that he would bring them back into that land. God knows who he brought into the land. That happened in 1948. And the people living there, God knows who they are. They're his chosen people. Uh, if they were not true Jews, God wouldn't have let them come and take that country the way that they did. And so, you know, I mean, this is part of what we do here is we help Jewish people, uh, you know, uh, be able to uh, have Aliyah and go back into Israel and be, uh, you know, become Jews again and, and be able to move from wherever they are all over the world to get back to Israel uh, to be reunited with the land of Israel and, and to live there and prosper the way the Bible tells us that they would. Um, but, you know, I mean, like I said, there's many scriptures that tell us that that capital is God's capital. That's where he put his name. That's where the Temple Mount uh was that's well that's where the temple mount is that's where the temple the first temple and the second temple stood that's where the third temple will stand as well and so we know these things by scripture uh, and Doug it also says that just to reiterate here so we clearly understand yeah Iran Palestinians and I guess I would venture to say many others um, they make no difference of it being Tel Aviv or um, Jerusalem or a Jewish settlement, yeah. any of that, uh, they say that the Jews must be removed not only from that land but from the face of the earth. Yeah, that's what they want. They want them completely wiped out. 
And this, and and we see this brewing in Scripture. Mm-hmm. This is like like we've established. This is the whole Warn the Jews thing. Is you can learn more about what we've got going on with Warn the Jews. Go to warnthejews.com. Um, we haven't officially launched uh, this whole campaign yet. I mean, we've we've been talking about it for some time, but we're relaunching that uh, Jewish Holocaust campaign as Warn the Jews. Doesn't come out till later, but you can get a sneak peek of it today. Uh, warnthejews.com. You'll see a little bit there about what's going on uh, with our efforts to help Jews, uh, help warn the Jews. And, of course, that will involve helping Jews spiritually, physically, in any way that we possibly can, uh, warnthejews.com for that. So we know that that's coming, Doug. So mm-hmm. I guess we should pause one more time and say, hey, what's your take after hearing all this? Is this going to lead to war or peace? Comment your vote. War? If you think it's war, comment peace if you think it's peace. It's that simple. Uh, put it in the comments. Yeah. All right, Doug, where to next? Well, one of the things that I also want to talk about just before we leave this article is I want to make sure that everybody understands what we're talking about because these two terrorist organizations are within uh, Palestine already. So it's not like Israel's enemies are far off. It's not like they're in Tehran, which is you know the capital of Iran, but they are in, uh, they're right next door. They're in the Gaza Strip. They're in the West Bank. These terror organizations exist there, and the leaders of these terror organizations have met with these uh, Iranian leaders in Tehran to get a game plan together. And they said, you know, that the Jews come here to find peace and stability or peace and safety, and we want to make sure that they, they don't have anywhere that they can find that while they're here. So they want to run them completely out. And so that's one of the things that's interesting because, you know, the Bible says that when they say peace and safety, that destruction shall come upon them quickly. And so when people start promising those kind of things, that's what we need to look for is that we're getting to that point where times are are speeding up and we're getting to uh, the end of days quickly. And so that's why these kind of things, they grab your attention and they make you look at the headlines and then want to talk about this. But back to just one more thing before we leave here. I wanted to make sure that everybody knows Ezekiel 37 is where God made that promise. We believe Ezekiel 37 is the dry bones, the prophecy of the dry bones is um, God is telling Ezekiel that there would be a rebirth of Israel. We believe that was fulfilled in 1948. But this is what it says in Ezekiel thirty-seven twenty-one. It says, And I say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the heathen, whither they be gone, and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land. So where the Jews have been scattered because of all the persecution they've been through, because of the Holocaust, because of where they were scattered before 1948, God brought them back. He knows exactly who his people are. And he's made that promise, and that promise has been fulfilled. Why do the Palestinians hate the Jews so much? Vince, you know, it's it's the same thing. If you go all the way back to Abraham and Sarah, when they thought that they could fix God's uh, promise, and, uh, you know, uh, Abraham laid with Hagar, and then they had a son, Ishmael. And through that whole thing, God told them, even way back then, well, Ishmael will live, but he's going to be a thorn in the side of the promised people because of what's happened now and that the two of them would always fight with each other and always hate one another because of you know what had happened uh we know that uh, this is all part of the enemy too the enemy hates the jews as much as anything and so he is in 
he's in the whole details of all this. All right, we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We'll be getting to your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Understand what is taking place. Will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Let me just tell you real quickly how much we are scared of Iran's plan to take out all the Jews in Israel. We are planning a trip to Israel. We're taking a tour um, with busloads of people. So uh, we see what's coming in Bible prophecy. We don't believe now is the time for these events so in spite of the news story that we're highlighting today, you can still go to Israel and have a great time. Doug, you were just there. How mm-hmm. scary was it for you? It was not scary at all. We, I mean, we really had a wonderful time. And, man, I, I wish I could go back in October. I mean, it was just so incredible, and God did so many amazing things. It's, it's a great trip. You're going to love it. They take care of the, uh, the visitors there and the people that are coming to um, you know, into uh, Israel as tourists. Thank you. They take care of all of them and they protect us. And you never felt threatened. Uh, Even when we were in an area that was Palestinian controlled and we go into Bethlehem and we have lunch there and, you know, you never felt threatened. You felt welcomed. Uh, We have a great time there. We go have lunch there. We go to uh, shop there and it was never, never. You do anything biblical while you're there? Just shopping and eating? Shopping and eating? No, I'm kidding. We do all kinds of great biblical things. I mean, God really did some amazing things. And the folks that were on this last tour, you know, they really saw the hand of God work. And it was amazing. And so... A lot of people hear about, of course, baptisms in the Jordan River Mm -hmm. and uh, going to Golgotha and going to Jesus' tomb. Those are all really awesome. Right. What's one of the sites that's not as well known that, that you particularly enjoy? Well, I'm... It's really hard to say that there's any that's not well known because we go to so many of them that are well known. But I mean, we go to the what we believe are the actual sites and everything. But uh, 
You know, like that, uh, I, I came to mind that that stairway, I can't remember what it leads to, but they've recently uncovered it. And when you went the first time, it wasn't totally uncovered, but they had just discovered it. Yeah. And this time you got to go back, and now it was totally exposed. I'm guessing you were able to walk on it. And I don't, I don't know what else. I'm trying to remember what it was called. But Well, okay, so one of the things that I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Pilgrims. You're talking about the Pilgrims. Is that what road. it is? Yeah. Okay. But we didn't get to go there because oh, well, the, it, it's not open for tours yet. Uh-huh. But it is completely uncovered, and they're excavating that. And we did talk about it. But, uh, yeah, that's really incredible. And it starts there at... Um, Right there at the bottom of where the Temple Mount is, right there at the at the pool of um, Shalom, and you move from there and walk right up that way. One day it will be open for tourists, but right now it's not. One of the things, since you're mentioning that, that I really love and that we got to do this time, uh, we got to go on the uh, into the rabbinical tunnels, which is underground, mm. and it's under the Temple Mount, and that's where a lot of people have sent me emails and asked me questions about, they said that there's a temple under the ground. Well, it's not a temple, it's a synagogue. It's a big difference. But there is a synagogue there, and I got to go and actually take pictures in that synagogue. I had never seen that before this trip, so that was pretty Mm. incredible. But there's all kinds of different things that you're going to do, and you're going to just be amazed at when, when you see... One of the things about Israel is that they make discoveries all the time and the archaeologists are going and they're uncovering things and you might just see a stage of it right now and then later you go back and the whole thing's completely done and it's amazing so uh it's never a dull moment i promise you and it's it's just you'll be breathtaking i mean it's it's a breathtaking trip so it'll take your breath it blew away my mind how close everything was yeah you know yeah, standing on the uh, mount of olives looking over the valley at yeah. the temple mount and of course we highlight prophecy along the way yeah uh, we don't just talk about prophecy though we talk about all the you know different new testament stories and even Absolutely. old testament stories that occurred but um when we stand there on the temple mount and talk about how jesus is going to return yeah and we're all going to be with him and then he's going to go up to that eastern gate yeah. and you can see the eastern gate while you're standing there oh yeah and you can start you know there's war down in this valley the battle of armageddon's happening right there yeah and men we all return and those armies of the world government are just defeated yeah and then we are there for the jesus's great reset it's like you can see it all happening <laughs> yeah. right before it's it's pretty amazing if you haven't been there and seen it you know if you're just reading the the text in your bible yeah you, it's hard to see that and so when you go it's it's quite special but yeah um we were supposed to be telling people to go register for it and right. we got off on talking about how awesome it <laughs> go to endtime.com slash tour yeah. we have openings available for the upcoming tour i think you have to register by uh, mid-august so you have about a month left and uh, spots are filling up, so go to endtime.com slash tour, or you can call 800-END-TIME and ask for Brittany or Jan, and they'll be able to help you out with that. We have a great time. We would love for you to be there with us. Oh, back on the tour, Doug. Yeah. How about the Red Heifers? I, I know you weren't allowed to go see them because they're kind of like the nation's most protected yeah, they got thing them right in, now. A, in a hidden location yeah. somewhere. But, yeah, that's a huge thing that's happened. But when when... I'm assuming, like, at some point we'll be able to go see them, or when it's time for it to be sacrificed. Like, you think we won't take a special trip and go over there for that if we're able to get in? Oh, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, yeah, pretty incredible. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about Iran's plan mm-hmm. to wipe out the Jews from Israel, and they're even throwing in just wipe them off the face of the earth while they're at it. Right. Uh, we've established that 
these Jews are the Jews connected to um, the Bible. Mm-hmm. We've established that God's name is on the nation of Israel. Yeah. And we uh, are looking at where to go next. So, so what are we highlighting next in all that? Well, one of the things you asked right before the break was why do the Palestinian people hate the Jews so much? And I don't want to say that all Palestinian people hate the Jews. It's, you know, we talked a little bit about why the Muslim and Jewish people fight is because of the situation with Abraham and, uh, and Sarah and what they did. But the, the thing about it is the media pushes it as well, Vince. And so you can have a terrorist attack that kills you know, 25 Jewish people and nobody hardly bats an eye. But when Israel retaliates, then that's when the media jumps in and begins to uh, really push uh, the the hatred toward Israel, I guess, is, is what I'm getting at. So now we've, we've got this story that came out because of the uh, Israeli defense uh, forces, what they did when they attacked after some terrorists attacked them. We've got uh, media uh, making ridiculous statements. And so this comes from CBN. This story came from CBN, and it talks about uh, last week when the Israeli Defense Forces, they completed a two-day raid in the Palestinian city of Jenin after more than 50 Israelis had been killed or injured by terrorists based in the city in the past year, Israel decided to launch the raid to stop the wave of terrorism. So they're doing this in retaliation, trying to get them to stop attacking them. But the media ends up blasting Israel. And we have a clip of that. You want to go to that? Absolutely. An outrageous allegation from a BBC anchor has put a spotlight on media bias against Israel. More than 50 Israelis have been killed or injured by terrorists from Janine in the past year. Still, Israel's being blamed for the violence in the media. Chris Mitchell reports from Jerusalem. During an interview with former Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, a BBC anchor made the following statement. Terrorists but children. The Israeli forces are happy to kill children. The anchor noted four of the 11 terrorists killed were under the age of 18. Bennett responded with this question. You know, it's quite remarkable that you'd say that because they're killing us. Now, if there's a 17-year-old Palestinian that's shooting at your family, Anjana, what, what is he? After the interview, the BBC apologized for the anchor's statement. While this was a legitimate subject to examine in the interview... We apologize that the language used in this line of questioning was not phrased well and was inappropriate. I found their apology to be rather pathetic. That was just such a preposterous allegation, especially during an operation in which there were how many civilian deaths, Chris? Zero. Gil Huffman is executive director of Honest Reporting, a group that monitors the media's reporting on Israel. He says when the media gets it wrong about Israel, it can become a matter of life and death. He points to coverage during this year's Ramadan, when Muslim rioters barricaded themselves in the Al-Aqsa Mosque on the Temple Mount. When Israeli police went inside to stop the rioters from harming worshippers, the story got flipped upside down. They took uh, YouTube videos that made it look like it was the IDF attacking these rioters. And, of course, the headlines around the world were Israeli police attack worshippers in mosque. 
And that was the exact opposite of the truth. But that false reporting was used as an excuse to fire rockets at Israelis from Syria, Lebanon and Gaza. Hoffman says another example is when CNN anchor Christian Amanpour claimed Rabbi Leo D's wife and two daughters were killed in a shootout rather than murdered in a terror attack. Weeks later, Amanpour apologized. CBN News asked Rabbi D about her statement. Tremendously upset um, and the kids uh, to be accused uh, of, of uh, a family being terrorists. Um, and um, then we had uh, two other interactions, as you say, with uh, CNN, both of which made me feel like I was the terrorist and the terrorist somehow was the victim. Um, and I think this is an endemic in the CNN reporting. And so we are uh, uh, planning to uh, uh, take them to court. And uh, the planning for that is, is currently underway. Hoffman believes it's important to hold the media to account for bias against Israel. And he says that can save lives and help bring true peace to the region. Yeah, so Vince, we're we're seeing a step up in anti-Semitism, you know, in in this hatred toward the Jewish people. And just like you saw, I mean, mainstream media, uh, they don't hold back any punches. They just kind of throw in, you know, that Israel enjoys killing children and things like that. Well, you know, you you heard what the question was. Well, if a a 17-year-old had a gun and was coming after your family, what would you call them? Uh, Would you call them a child or would you call them a terrorist? And I think, you know, it's just common sense. And, and now we live in a time where common sense has kind of gone out the window. It's like not too many people have common sense anymore, especially when you're watching something in the media. But we can understand how this uh, tribulation is going to happen, how this Holocaust, this second Holocaust is going to happen, because we're beginning to see the world shift to where people are against the Jewish people and things like this when the media are helping with the propaganda. And like I said before, you've got Iran coming in and and training these young men and making them believe that they're uh, being oppressed and that Israel is occupying the land that belonged to their fathers and their forefathers. When you teach that kind of theology, that's the hatred. That's the real hatred. You know, we, we get told that we do hate speech if we speak against homosexuality or anything that the Bible says is a sin. That's hate speech here in this country and around the world, really. But you've got actual hate speech where you're talking about somebody annihilating a race of people and nobody says a word about it. But they blame the victim. They're blaming Israel when they fight back against these terrorists. And so I think we can understand how we're going to see the Battle of Armageddon in Zechariah 14, like you were describing a while ago, when we come back with uh, the Lord Jesus to the Mount of Olives, when the world nations are coming against Israel over the status of Jerusalem, and Jesus comes and fights uh, for them. But, you know, one of the cool things that we also see in Scripture, and we talk about this a lot, is Revelation uh, twelve fourteen tells us, that Israel is going to have help during the tribulation leading up to that battle of Armageddon. They're going to have a little help. And it, so in Revelation 12 is something that we, we tell people all the time. Do you want to read that scripture today? Yeah, it says, And to the, to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle. Now, what's the woman mean? The woman is Israel. And what about the two wings of a great eagle? Well, we believe that to be America because of Daniel 7.4 that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time. That's weird timing. What's that mean? Yeah, that's the timing of the Great Tribulation, three and a half years. Just like it's mentioned in other scriptures. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll get into that more on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to End Time. Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget to get the Get Clear Prophecy Bundle. We're obviously talking about a a uh, troubling story today with Iran's plan and what's happening in Israel and the persecution that's going to come. You can have clarity on what the Bible says is coming, and as a result, you will have peace and you'll have hope and you'll have understanding. You're not going to lose sleep over things if you can rest in God and in His Word. This Get Clear Prophecy Bundle will help you with that. Dave teaches about the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. You'll be able to see ties to the world government system and what's happening in America right now and what is coming according to Bible prophecy. Uh, Doug talks about the two witnesses. Uh, so we, we'll get into this later, Doug. i got a two witnesses question for you. But uh, he explains who those people are, where they're coming, uh, what they'll be doing in Israel. I talk about warn the Jews, uh, which is around this very subject that we're discussing to this day. And um, in that, you're going to have peace about it. You don't have to be afraid. I know that a lot of people hear this stuff and they start looking at how they can become preppers. If you want to prep, that's fine. That's totally fine. Or how they can figure out how to function outside of the government, go buy land in Montana and just disappear from everyone. That's not what we're telling you to do. If you want to prepare for things, you're welcome to do that. Our top priority, though, above being prepared physically, is that you're prepared spiritually. Uh, you can go to endtime.com reborn and learn what it means to be born again like the disciples described it, described it in the book of Acts, like Jesus talked about it. And so endtime.com slash reborn, figure that out. You need to be ready spiritually for the times ahead. And of course, we're going to explain Bible prophecy to you and so you don't have to freak out entirely over what's coming in that regard either. So go to endtime.com slash clear to pre-order the Get Clear Prophecy Bundle or you can call 800 endtime and ask for someone over the phone to help you with it. All right, Doug, two witnesses. Are they Jews? Are they Christians? Are they Catholic? Are they something else? Well, the thing about it, Vince, we really don't know that. We don't know exactly uh, who they are. So even though we talk about it and what Scripture says about them, we don't know exactly who they are. Elijah will be. and Enoch. That's what some people believe, but according to Scripture, that is not who it is. And so um, we when, know we know some people who it's not. Then right, we do know some people who it's not the because Pope? of Scripture. It's not going to be the Pope either. Uh, it, I believe that it will. Uh, it's possible that it could be a Jew and a Gentile that team up together. Mm. Uh, that you know will be preaching, but I I can only assume that. I don't know, but because we see the Jewish Gentile church in Revelation chapter seven. 
then we kind of understand that it could be a Jewish and a Gentile person that's that's the two witnesses, but uh, we just don't know exactly who they will be yet. Brian on Facebook wants to know if one of the two witnesses is Donald J. Trump. I don't believe that Donald <laughs> J. Trump is one of the two witnesses, no. I don't believe so. Uh, but, you, but you think that they'll be born again, like the Bible says. They will be. definitely be born again, spirit-filled believers, yes, like like the uh, apostles. Because they're going to be preaching about his kingdom. They're yeah. going to look a lot like what we read about in the book of Acts. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a whole lot like what we read in the book of Acts because the whole uh, plan for salvation and being part of the kingdom of God has not changed. And so and until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled, we are in that same disposition that was set up when Jesus Christ died, was buried, and resurrected. So, uh, yeah, they'll be teaching what the apostles taught, what the disciples taught. Well, so you can get a preview of what, what, what will be on their agenda if you just open the book of Acts and start reading it. Absolutely. All right, we encourage yeah. everyone. You can read the whole Amen. book of Acts today if yeah. you would like. Uh, definitely check that out. Now, Doug, we were reading Revelation 12 uh, and verse 14 right before the break. Didn't get to really dive off into that in extreme detail. Right. Uh, and to the woman. Right. How do we know the woman is Israel there? Well, when you look at the beginning of Revelation 12, you see that uh, the vision is of a woman and she has 12 stars around her head. Well, we can uh, tie that to uh, scriptures in Genesis where uh, Joseph actually was um, dreaming and he saw this vision of the woman with the 12 stars. The 12 tribes of Israel uh, were, you know, who what this was about. And so that's how we understand. It also says that the woman gave birth to a male child that was taken up to God. So we, we understand that Israel is where Jesus was born, where he came from. And we can tie that together. We have uh, many different, uh, you know, shows where we've talked about that and we've tied it in with Scripture. And so uh, without going into all that, that's how we understand that. The woman is the woman with 12 stars. The 12 stars are the 12 tribes of, ben, of um, Israel. So then this woman is given two wings. So it's as if wings grow out of her back, if I'm just reading it like it says, of a great eagle. So... A woman with eagle's wings. Yeah, so she's. we believe that these eagle's wings are the same wings that Daniel talked about in Daniel chapter 7. R- and, real quick, sorry, Doug. Yeah. So since, since this woman is not really a woman, that it's, right. it's, that it's Israel, Israel, we know that we're talking in symbols here. Right. Uh, okay, so yeah. then I should not think of a woman with eagle's wings. No, don't think of it's a physical else. woman with eagle's wings. Yeah, okay. very good. And so uh, we we see that these eagle's wings are mentioned in Daniel chapter 7, uh, verse 4, where we see a lion with eagle's wings. And Daniel watches till the wings uh, are plucked out of the lion and they're made to stand on the feet of a man and a man's heart's given to it. Well, we understand that uh, in that chapter it tells us that these are kingdoms that will be here at the time of Jesus' return and when he sets up his kingdom. And so we know that Great Britain is the lion, that's their symbol, and that America's symbol is the eagle, and that we came out of Great Britain. And so we understand that that's where, um, you know, we believe that to be America, and that Daniel was seeing the birth of the United States of America. And it's it's also kind of interesting that uh, once the chapters and verses were put in there, that that is... Uh, Chapter 7, verse 4. That's a wild thing. Yeah. July 4th, 7-4. Yeah. That's so wild that that lines up like that. 
Yeah, interesting. What other math equations have you done to make sense of Bible prophecy, Doug? <laughs> math equations. Well, the time times and the dividing of time are half a time. In Daniel uh, 7.25, it tells us that the Antichrist makes war against the saints for time times and the dividing of time. So this isn't the first time it's used here in Revelation no. 12, talking about the woman with eagle's wings. Right, and it's used a couple of different times there in Daniel as well. But it... it what this means is, this means a time is one year, times is two years, and half time is half a year. And we can see that because if you look at Revelation chapter 13, verse 5 through 8, you see that those scriptures describe it. John gives us a different measure of time. He says that the Antichrist makes war against the saints for 42 months. 42 months is three and a half years as well. Other scriptures tell us that the Great Tribulation is for 1,260 days, which is also three and a half years. So you can line these scriptures up and understand what the time, times, and the dividing of time is. It's three and a half years, and that's how long the Great Tribulation lasts. Very, very interesting. Yeah, and so for the time of the Great Tribulation, Israel is going to receive help from the two wings of a great eagle. That's what makes the next... Uh, story we've got interesting. Extremely. It's from the Jerusalem Post, and it's talking about the IDF, Mm -hmm. the Israel Defense Force, and the U.S. military teaming up for joint drill, which is not that uncommon. We obviously do joint drills regularly, but this is part of the threat with Iran Mm -hmm. and how they're responding to it. They've started another joint drill, which is a not-so-failed threat against Iran, and the military announced it on Monday. So, that's in the works, Doug. Yeah. And so one of the really interesting things here, because it specifically mentions a, an aircraft called a KC-46 mid-air refueling aircraft. The reason why that's interesting is because they wouldn't need this if they were doing the regular routines, like if we were going into Syria and we were blowing some things up in Syria where uh, Iran is putting some military installations in and doing some weapons uh, transfers and things like that. We wouldn't need this plane. This plane is a refueling plane, and it would specifically be to allow the jets to fly further, like, say, into Tehran. And so I think we have a map that the guys can throw up for us that kind of shows you the distance between Israel and Tehran. There's quite a bit of uh, land mass there that they would have to fly over. Well, the jets won't make it all the way over there, do their missions, and be able to fly back without being refueled. This particular aircraft helps refuel uh, those Phantom jets. And remember, last year or the year before last, Vince, I can't specifically remember we did a story where israel were taking those uh those brand new aircrafts uh that we gave them top of the line aircrafts that america sold to them and they were upgrading those things so they could fly further and so they they've upgraded them and done certain things with them with the technology side of things but that's another thing that makes that so interesting in the prophecy because america is the only country that has a military base in Israel, besides Israel. So that's it. And it just happens to be the United States Air Force, which is very symbolic of the wings of the great eagle. So interesting, interesting things here. If it's a coincidence, it's quite interesting. Yeah, it is quite interesting. And it it appears as though they are preparing to go in there and, and take out possible nuclear sites 
uh, let me say that right, nuclear sites. Everybody gets upset with the way I say nuclear, so let me say it right, nuclear sites. So they are um, flying. Hey, somebody's going to be mad about something no matter what. (laughs) That's true. There's going to be people that love you and people that hate you. That's true. Doug Doug does get frequent hate mail. I do, but I love everybody. uh, You know, I do as well. It's just how it goes, you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to make We're in a vulnerable upset. position. We say we things wrong sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh too much. Yeah. Uh, we know all this. We appreciate people reminding us with the hate mail. Right. But, <laughs> um, God's good. And we are simple, just country folk, Vince. That's what we are. And we can't you know, I'm, I am a country folk. A Doug, different. I got a new mower, and I was like a <laughs> schoolgirl yesterday. Yeah. Getting it off the skid. So. I bet. Those zero turns are quite impressive. So. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It, it has been awesome. It's Got the kid, the, the, my boys on there, and even Rosie on my lap driving around the yard. All right. So See? getting I'm them ready. You can put a video of that on Instagram or something. <laughs> all right, Doug. So <laughs> I may. War or peace? So after hearing all this, what do you think is next? We've told you we don't really know according to Bible prophecy. We know it's coming. Mm-hmm. We know that peace has been right around the corner so many times. This great war has been around the corner so many times, and we think it makes sense that war would happen first and then a peace agreement, Mm -hmm. but we're not committed to that to tell you that's what the Bible is saying. We don't know, but we'd love to hear your thoughts. Give us a comment. Is it war or is it peace? So, Doug, I know I just kind of spoiled it for how we think, but it appears war, right? Yeah, it really does. And when you think about... One-third of mankind is going to be killed in that war. That's what Revelation chapter 9 tells us. This six-trumpet war, what we call World War III, one-third of mankind will be killed in that war. So for a war of that scale, and one-third, that's going to be more people than ever in history that have died. And we believe that that is going to uh, possibly push that uh, peace treaty that really we have... Uh, a DVD that Pastor Baxter made a long time ago uh, called Entrance Ramp to the Antichrist. World you know War Three Entrance Ramp to the Antichrist. DVD, Doug. It's available right now on there End Time Plus. Stream it today. And and he talks about this. He talks about how that would usher in that guy. So, yeah, absolutely. Check that out and learn more. In fact, I think Dave just redid it, didn't he? World War Three. Yes, he did, actually, in the the new 14. Understand the End Time. Yes, 14 So you lessons. can go to com slash new. And there what you will see, I think 12 are now available on End Time Plus. So you can go there and stream the lesson Doug is talking about, World War III, endtime.com slash new. You can stream it today. All right, Doug, how do we wrap up today? Well, Vince, as always, our hope is in Jesus Christ. It's not in anything else. And we know how this ends. We've read the end of the book, and that's one of the things that we try to specialize in and help people understand the prophecies of the Word of God. Don't have to be afraid. We have to trust the Lord. And the Bible tells us that those that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Mm. That's who I want to be. Absolutely. Well, if you have a prayer request, our team gathers every single morning and we pray for you. Not only just our partners who give at endtime.com slash give, but if you have a request, send it in. Go to endtime.com slash contact and our team will call out your name and your need in prayer when we gather every single morning here. So go to endtime.com slash contact, submit your prayer request there. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.